<laughs> Don't fish with my skin. Welcome to the Fish Nerds Podcast. Smart talk about fish, fishing, and eating fish. That is always interesting, usually funny, and mostly true. I'm Alicia Rossman from Real Crazy Adventures, and here are the nerds. I'm Dave. And I'm Clay. And anything is fair game. It's a good bet that tonight we're going to get lucky. Oh, yeah. Yeah, best night of my life. I'm drinking, I'm drinking tea tonight, Dave. Tea, tea. It's my lucky night. I got a sore throat. Oh, so. you know, I'm sick too. You know, it was that damn expo. That's yeah, the Rockingham uh, Expo that made us both <laughs> ill. But there's whiskey. There's whiskey in my tea, and that's uh, the cure off of my ear infection. Oh, I don't have whiskey in my uh, tea. I went to the doctor today, and she told me that whiskey is not a cure for an ear infection. Did you get a new doctor? Uh, no, nope. She's super nice and cute though. So it's okay. (laughs) Oh no. I know. But yeah, so I'm drinking it anyway. Do you get annual physicals yet? Uh, yeah. 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 I don't want to talk about it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) But we should be talking about fish. We should. Oh, you know what, Dave? Speaking of fish. Yeah. Sad day in the world of fish. It is. It's a sad day yeah. overall, but yeah. Overall, but in the you know, especially we talk fish. We're a fish podcast, right? Uh, but the star of Help, I'm a Fish has passed away. I know, I, I know. know. Uh, and by the way, I just learned that today. I never heard of that movie until just <laughs> five minutes ago. <laughs> but uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Wow. What a, I was, you know, this week's been a really tough week for people who are 69 years old. I know. David Bowie. Uh, David and Bowie both, both with cancer, right? Yeah. And how do we not know? I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Now, now, David Bowie hits hard because when my kid Zoe was a baby, mm-hmm. uh, the only music we could play that would stop her crying was David Bowie stuff. Oh, really? We actually made a CD, a mix CD of her favorite Bowie songs when she was three months old. That the, all the songs that were guaranteed to stop her crying, and they're all David Bowie. Oh, <coughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, that is. Uh, well, at least I mean, one of the nice things about a musician who dies is that their work, you know, really can live forever. We it can, it can, and you know, uh, hopefully with podcasters, that's the same. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, that's weird. When my father passed away, I realized I had no audio recording of him. Right. And our kids will have too much of us. <laughs> it's like right. if we die tomorrow, there'll still be ninety-eight hours of us talking, <laughs> and they won't even know we're gone. Oh. <laughs> right. So we need to we need to review this movie now that we've found it. Right. I shared uh, a link on our Facebook uh, page and group already for one of the songs Alan Rickman sings in it. But uh, on YouTube, apparently, you can watch the entire movie. So your homework. Between now and the next show is to watch the movie and we'll report back. And it sounds like, so what's the title of the movie again? Help, I'm a fish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It sounds sort of like, uh, what what is it? The Amazing Mr. Limpet? Uh, Yeah, no. No, it's Mr. Limpet. Incredible? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I must be thinking of the Marvel Universe, you know, reboot. 
I think that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. When Mr. Limpet could shoot webs. Oh, yeah. Must be that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, the incredible Mr. Limpet was Don Knotts. I loved that movie as a kid. I did too. Loved I don't know. It. As an adult, I tried to watch it. It's terrible. Oh, no. <laughs> so there you go. Tribute to Alan Rickman. Do his spirit a favor and check out that movie. Right. And then while you're writing a review on our page, you can listen to David Bowie songs and cry until, you're, until someone else dies. Major Tom. Yeah, we're gonna lose a lot of people soon. I know they're just gonna start dropping like, uh, like baby booming flies. I was gonna say like yeah, like rock stars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh well, so, that's the game. That's yeah. what getting old is like. Yeah, we better get this show going before we keel over. This show runs on the Outdoor Podcast channel. Oh, the OPC? Yes, the OPC. That's a little bit of podcasting heaven that we actually are one-eighth owner of. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is very cool. Uh, The Outdoor Podcast channel features all sorts of podcasting shows that are about the outdoors, mostly on hunting, like uh, the Turkey Hunter is one of them, Take Aims Outdoor. Big Buck Registry, Big Buck Podcast. Bow Hunting Freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and and Up North Journal, many others we've probably forgotten. And uh, if you like any or all those titles, be sure to just sign up to the Outdoor Podcast channel because if you do that, you get one of those shows every day of the week. Eight days a week. And uh, also, feel free to go over there and leave a nice rating and review. It would help it kind of climb the iTunes charts. It's number 50 right now, Dave. Oh, go figure. I know. It's crazy. The Outdoor Podcast channel. You know, I hear something funny, Dave. My, my my five year old, six six year old, my wife put on a new uh, snowmobile helmet tonight, and my six year old said, "Mom, that looks sexy." Oh God! <laughs> and 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 Kristen goes, uh, "Don't say sexy to your mom." <laughs> and Don't then and then Sammy said, "What does sexy mean?" Oh. And I and I said, "I'm leaving." <laughs> oh, but you... I'll tell you what sexy means. <laughs> It means fish nerd swag. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Nothing sexier than a fish nerd decal on your car, Dave. That's true. And and uh, supermodels all over the world can attest a fish nerd's hat just bumps up any outfit to sexy. Oh, yeah. A nice little fish nerd's beanie. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Um, yeah. Really, in, any of our stuff just makes you much more attractive to whoever you want to be attractive to. Mm-hmm. Ramps it right up. And uh, you can get your Fish Nerd swag at fishnerdnation.com. Uh, <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing sexier than the sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> And, and now I want to tell you about my snowmobile helmet. Oh, yeah. Tell us yeah. about your snowmobile helmet. So so I, I, I bought a snowmobile, which you'll hear more about. Oh, God. I, we're going to hear more about that snowmobile. Oh, I have to learn how to ride it, stupid thing. <laughs> I, I fell off it last night. <laughs> of course I, you did. I hit a bump and just fell right off it. But I didn't have a helmet yet. Oh, no. So I, I ordered some helmets on Amazon because you buy a helmet at the store like 200 bucks. And I don't have 200 bucks. Right. So you want to buy, you know, a cheap helmet. That's exactly right. I went to Amazon. I bought two helmets, right? My uh-huh. helmet was like 50 bucks. 
and I bought my wife a cheaper one for $34. Oh, right. Okay. Right. They both came today. Mm-hmm. The one I bought feels cheap. It feels like if I crash, it's going to crack in half and I'm going to die. Right. My, my, the one I bought my wife for $34, I take it out of the box. It weighs like twice what mine weighs. It has like – it looks like a space helmet. You push a button and a visor comes down and it gets all like dark. Like there's like built-in sunglasses. Ooh. There's a Bluetooth headphone system in there for no your phone. Way. I got it for 34 bucks. <coughs> so I went on Amazon because I'm already helmet jealous. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, 34 bucks. I can buy myself that same helmet. Yeah. I can't even replace the one I bought her for $34. There must have been a pricing error, and I must have just caught it just right. Oh, wow. Because that same helmet, I got her $300 on Amazon right now. <gasps> no way. Yeah. And I got it on for $34.31. Uh, so I'm thinking someone put the decimal point in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. And I just got lucky. You did. And, so, I, yeah. so I got her a really sweet helmet, uh, and I got a piece of crap. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's probably best. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Did you admit that you were trying to cheap her and give her the crappy helmet? Oh, she knows me by now. <laughs> yeah. I was going to send you a video. I saw a video of a guy trying to climb a mountain on a snowmobile. How'd it go? He makes it all the way to the top, hits this rock on the left, and then tumbles all the way down. It's like a minute and a half of him just falling with the snowmobile, uh, just it, beating him up. So scary. <laughs> I haven't gone over five miles an hour and I've fallen off it. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we are so lucky, Dave. <laughs> we are lucky, but uh... we are lucky because we have Travis Morin from Fish Hound and Lucky Tackle Box on the line right now. Hi, Travis. How are you guys doing? I'm. Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Sure. Now you're out in California. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm, I feel so sad for you, Travis. And I, I, <laughs> wait. No, first of all, well, I just got back into California today. Um, now you guys are getting. You guys stole all our warm weather this year, and uh, so it's <laughs> finally raining. We're finally getting some uh, some cold weather and a lot of rain, the snowpack we need. But uh, about a week ago, I realized that I didn't actually have to participate in that reload of water out here. So I've actually been out in the Florida Keys for the last uh, seven days, uh, enjoying the warmer weather down there and, uh, you know, getting some work done uh, on that side of the uh, of the country. Oh, sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so so we feel bad for you, though, because you, you don't get to ice fish. <laughs> I have done it a couple times. I went to college in Montana. Okay. And, and when I went out there, I had never been out of California before, and I, I was looking for new experiences. I wanted to see the outdoors. I wanted to be around people that appreciated the outdoors like myself. And, uh, and I didn't know that it actually went below zero degrees. It's amazing, isn't it? Coming from California, I literally, and it, the thought had never even crossed my mind. Zero would be what you would set the, you know, the temperature standard at, I guess. I just, sure. Sure. Never had need to worry about that. And uh, and as it got closer and closer to zero, I remember getting more and more nervous. And, <laughs> and finally, they let me know that it was going to go way below zero. And it uh, did. And I, I got to experiment with a little ice fishing when I went out there. Yeah, it's a good time. Now, it's funny because I, I was born in California. And I never saw deep snow until I, until I was in my 20s. And I thought that all snow was soft. And I dove off of a 
off of an embankment into a snowbank, thinking it would be like powder, like in the movies. And it's like jumping into rocks. So <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> uh, we Googled your name and there's a Travis Moran that, that is lists on some bass fishing circuit. Is that you? Uh, on a, yes, I do fish in tournaments. Uh, unless there's another one out there. Uh, I think that might be me. Yeah, it was on the Fishing League Worldwide, Travis Moran, Carmel, California. Yes, that would be me. <laughs> and has your career earnings at $6,900. Is that about right? <laughs> it's more than I thought. <laughs> well, <'cause laughs> taxes, you that, know. <laughs> that is not net. Yes, that is not profit. <laughs> You're working for Lucky Tackle Box. You want to do a quick uh, tell us what Lucky Tackle Box is? We know, but, you know. Yeah, you absolutely. Do your pitch. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lucky Tackle Box is fantastic. I mean, it's it's a subscription box. You know, there's that's in every other industry. You know, the women have had it in the makeup industry for many, many years. It's, you know, the, the wine of the month club, all that stuff. Well, now the fishing industry has uh, the subscription uh, Lucky Tackle Box. It arrives in the mail every single month, and it's got four to five different lures in it. And um, it usually it's, so it retails for about $15 a month, and uh, you're usually getting between about $25 and $30 worth of tackle. So it's a good so, deal. Fantastic way to get the uh, the products in. And you're going to discover new baits and things. And one of the things we actually just added is, um, so we had the bass um, the bass box, we had the panfish and the inshore, but we just um, upgraded. Now we have an Excel bass box. So you actually get more stuff in that bass box for those diehard bass fishermen. But we also added the ice fishing box, a trout box, fly fishing box, and a walleye box. And the great thing about it, that is, you know, it now caters to so many different fishermen, but you can also switch between boxes depending on the season and stuff. So I know you guys, uh, there's probably not a whole lot of bass fishing going up uh, where you guys are at right now, but if you want to switch over to the ice fishing box for a few months, you would be able to do that and then switch to a, you know, a trout box as the, uh, as the, you know, season comes around. Yeah, that sounds totally fun. Yeah, the, yeah, and we also have some ideas for as you're developing new boxes. Mm-hmm. So uh, one idea would be the catfish box, which is just you put in fresh meat in California and let it <laughs> rot. <laughs> Until it gets there, and then they have great stinky bait for the catfish. Exactly. It's perfect. It's perfect. So, you know, you got the catfish box, so that works well. Uh, we already yes. trade, we trademarked that one already. Sorry. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll keep the ideas coming. We'll post on your Facebook page. <laughs> very nice, very nice. And you know, and actually, one other thing I want to add about these boxes too that we uh, really pride ourselves in bringing this level. This is where I fit in the most into the company as well. Is that um, with each product that comes in the box, we have a how-to video that goes with it, hmm. and uh, it, it features underwater footage. Um, it's basically, it's basically to get you started to make you feel comfortable getting the, uh, getting the lure is with bass fishing, with every, with every type of fishing, there's so many different lures that, um, it's hard to figure out where do you start with it? What line, kind of line should you throw? What kind of rod? Where is this meant to be thrown? And if you know those things, because every one of these lures is made with the intent of being used a certain way. And if you get, if you know those things, then you can branch off from there and use it how you want. But at least you know a starting point. And that's the idea is not only we get the product in people's hands, but then we teach them how to use it. And I think that's the full kind of circle in, in learning how to, uh, you know, learning a new way of fishing. Well, if you need help with the ice fishing one, send one our way. We'll make you a video. Done. Absolutely, guys. <laughs> Very good. What would you say uh, differentiates you guys from your competitors? What makes what makes you guys a little bit different? Um, well, to the to the customer side, um, 
we're more involved in trying to get um, in trying to teach. Um, whereas uh, the, some of the competitors are just trying to get new products out there. They're trying to get um, they're trying to get the product. You know, they're doing sample uh, products and things like that. So they're the cost of their box goes down. But when it comes down to it, we're a marketing company. And we want to, the products we put in the box, the reason we get the best companies in the industry to give us their products is because we are going to get it out to people that want to use it, but we're going to show them how to do that. And that has been something that our competitors have not been able to do. These videos are not easy to go out and make on a consistent basis. And, and so we have tried to then get these videos, teach them how to use it, and then create a culture of, uh, around that. And so that's really what separated us from, from the different competitors that have kind of come and gone in the industry as well. So you got a little head start on that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so the boxes look like a ton of fun. Uh, getting these in the mail must be a blast. And I've watched unboxing videos, and, I, and I'm jealous of every single one of them. <laughs> uh, I, we have a lot of our listeners actually are, are tackle manufacturers. Okay, very we have, nice. We have three or four companies who um, own regular listeners who are who own companies. Let's say one of them wants to get their tackle in your box. What's the, what's the protocol? Um, they either uh, call the number on the website or they email to uh, support at luckytacklebox.com. and uh, they just say that they you know they're a manufacturer. What you know what company they're uh, with, and uh, and someone will get back to them immediately. We're always trying we we kind of do a balance. We have some of the bigger names in the industry because they really can um, supply our boxes consistently. And, uh, and a lot of people do want the bigger names, you know, it's the recognizable names, sure. but then we try to balance that with the up and comers as well. Cause this also needs to be a way you discover, you know, this new big company that's trying to get into the industry that they, you know, they have something to offer. And we want to be able to kind of cover both sides of that. I, I have another box idea for you. Let's hear it. I love this. All right. So this is called, I think you should have one called the hooky box. All right. And what okay. this box is, it's designed to give you, so you can play hooky from work uh, for fishing. So it includes a doctor's note. And, <laughs> and, oh, and, and it includes a voicemail message so you can have your phone forwarded. To somebody say, oh, no, he can't make it to the phone. He'll be back. You know, kind of that thing. is fantastic. It's got to have a note from mom for our, our kids in high school and stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. And, and you can put in fake like toll booth receipts and things like that to kind of, you know, get your alibi straight. <laughs> oh, we will even send you a picture where you insert your face uh, next to a flat tire. Oh, oh good. I oh, it. I like that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The hooky box. Perfect. Yeah, nicely done. Yes. All right. Well, there you go. There's another one. Love it. Love it. <laughs> uh, uh, from Facebook, uh, Brian McGilver said, how about a kid's lucky tackle box with all kinds of fun kids lures in it? We have uh, actually really played around with that idea. I think that is uh, that may be in the future. Um, kind of the starter kit. I think what it would be kind of around is, you know, and that would be more of a versatile box, you know, something that's made to catch, you know, bass, pan, fish, a little bit of everything that's kind of just the starters box into this thing. And I think that's a great idea. And I, I don't want him advertising that too much around the internet because I wouldn't like anyone else getting that idea before we can get that going. Well, our millions of <laughs> listeners have now heard it. So. <laughs> millions. <laughs> millions. Yes. Yeah. And then Vinny was wondering if you do any lead free boxes. Lead free boxes. Yeah, uh, Cause in New uh, Hampshire, for example, we're a lead free state. You know what? I actually don't know the details on that. And I actually, that's, that's a great question. We'll start looking into that a little bit more. 
okay. Ryan asks a couple questions here. He wants to know, what's your favorite item you've ever put in Lucky Tackle Box? So Livingston Lures uh, makes, uh, they have EBS technology. So they have this uh, electronic bait sounds. And uh, I had not used their stuff. Uh, and so they sent some, some product over and I went out and used it and uh, was out at Clear Lake, California. And um, I'm about my third cast. I hadn't even set up all the cameras. I had one camera rolling. I hooked about a four and a half pounder and I went, oh man, they, they might actually like this thing. Mm. And, uh, and so set up the cameras. Get, went back to the spot and then caught about an eight and a half pounder. And uh, it was the biggest fish I've caught on film doing these videos so far. And for the rest of the day, I mean, it was just nonstop fish. Absolutely just sold me on the technology. And, and you know, their crankbaits are comparable to any, you know, any of the best crankbaits out there in terms of just the design. But with their technology, with the different sounds and stuff they can offer, it takes it to a completely different level. How do you decide what goes into the box? How do you pick and choose your lures? We want this to be season specific. So we want, when you get this box that shows up in the mail, the idea is that you're going to be able to open that up, take it out and go fishing that day and catch fish. So we're not throwing, you know, you're not getting a frog, uh, you know, some kind of plastic frog in the middle of winter or something like that. We want you to be able to actually go catch it. So what we do is we basically decide what lures would be best throughout the entire year for different seasons. And then we go to our partners and we, um, we say, okay, we have a slot in March for, uh, you know, for, for a lizard, for bed fishing or something. Do you guys have something you want to put in there? And that's how we start developing the, uh, the plan for the boxes. Yeah. Ryan always has a ton of questions. So <laughs> nice. Bring them uh, on, Ryan. Thing. Is there an item you've always wanted to get into the tackle box, but for whatever reason, uh, it hasn't worked out. The Japanese market have, has really been innovative with, uh, their new products coming out. They have some amazing, uh, amazing new lures, and, and they just are bringing a different uh, influence into the fishing world. The one problem is that they're they have incredible attention to detail to begin with, so their products run a little high. But then when they get them up, uh, when they finally get them to the United States after it's been taxed a million different ways, it's a very high, high end product, and it's very difficult for it to get the price range um, to get in our boxes and. Uh, but I would love this year. We are really trying to do some things where we can uh, make it worth their while to be in our box. Cool. Now in Japan, micro fishing is a very popular trend. Fishing yes. with tiny, tiny hooks. Now you could save on shipping if you uh, had a <laughs> had a micro fishing box. <laughs> Absolutely. And those little micro fishing baits are are pretty expensive once they get out here. So it's uh... <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we have a quiz for you now to test okay. your nerdiness. <laughs> Let's hear it. All right. And this is called uh, Unlucky Tackle Box. <laughs> all right. And so all you have to decide, we're going to read you some some statements, and you decide, is this thing lucky on a boat or unlucky on a boat? I love it. Okay. Bring it on. Well, it's just 50-50 chance. Yeah. And, right? and these okay. are these are based in legend and lore. So this isn't stuff we just made up. This is stuff <laughs> that some people feel very strongly about. So. Yeah, we've been thrown off it. boats before for some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. First one is redheads on a boat. Well, I've always had a soft spot for redheads, so I, I can't go against that. I'll take a redhead on the boat any day. So you think that's lucky? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Now, apparently unlucky, but it, it depends what your definition of luck is, I suppose. So. Right. If lucky is... <laughs> <laughs> 
Rather be unlucky with the redhead in the boat. <laughs> yeah. right. I think back to go to Gilligan's Island. Some suspect that Ginger is the reason that boat sank. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. True. yeah, she was a big redhead, that's for sure. Yep. Um, next one is an earring. Is earring good luck or bad luck? Oh, it's got to be good luck, right? I mean, that's pirates. The, that goes back to the pirates that everybody, all the sailors wearing the earrings. I'm going to say that's good luck. Yeah, good luck. Apparently, it improves your eyesight. Who knew? Mm-hmm. In theory. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. How about um, getting on a boat with your right foot first? Ooh. Now you guys are going to have me thinking next time I'm getting on my boat. I'm (laughs) tripping up stuff and sliding off the dock. Um, If you're asking the question, then it's got to be bad luck. No, that's good luck. It's actually good luck. So, yeah, you don't want want to lead with your left. That's right. Ah, okay. Well, now, now you're gonna be messing up my step. I normally try to like <laughs> casually walk down to the boat because I'm always being filmed and stuff. And now you're gonna make me count my steps. <laughs> All right. Here's one. Uh, bananas. All right. I love this one. I love this one. Okay. So it's so most people know that bananas are bad luck, and I I've kind of tried not to make too much judgment on that, but I will always bring bananas to the tournaments and I will put them in other people's boat as I'm, <laughs> as I'm walking up and I love it. So uh, I hope they're bad luck. Cause that's uh, what I've been banking on. Yep, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Classic bad luck. Yeah. How about renaming your boat? Oh, no way. You, you, you go with it. It's named once you can no renaming boats. Uh, well, there's a couple of that. You're right. That's bad luck to rename your boat. Right. Unless you've named your boat for your ex-wife. Or your boat is named Bow Movement. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Well, you're a winner. You're a winner. I tallied it up, and you're a winner. So congratulations. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. You've just inspired my last box recommendation to you. Oh, no. I think you're on to to something with the unlucky tackle box. So you (laughs) you send an unlucky box full of bananas and rusty hooks. And left shoes. Yeah, anything out of Clay's Red tackle heads. box actually yeah. would work. That is fantastic. So somebody signs up and then they put so Dave, you would sign up and you would put Clay on the address. Exactly. Yes. Clay. yes. Very yeah. nice. Very nice. Oh, so if you have a, if you if you're competing in a tournament, you put, <laughs> you put your who you're competing against. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The unlucky tackle box. I love it. Oh, all man. Right. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm going to be pitching all these in the office uh, next week. This is, this is great. They're going to be impressed. They're going to think I uh, did all this in Florida. They're going to send me out there more often getting inspired. Uh, perfect. Well, if they send you to New Hampshire, come fishing with us. Come ice fishing with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Travis was good enough to give our listeners a discount on a subscription to Lucky Tackle Box. If you go to their site, LuckyTackleBox.com, and sign up for the service, you enter promo code FISHNERDSLTB, and that will get you a $10 discount on your first box. Thanks a lot, Travis. Fish in the news. Ah, I love fish in the news. <laughs> I do too. This one comes from Field and Stream, and you know, you know how um, in the Star Wars movies, which we're big fans of, mm-hmm. uh, the Jedi will go, "Oh, there's been a disturbance in the Force." Oh, I thought they say, "I've got a bad feeling about this." <laughs> they, they, do, they do that too, but uh, the disturbance in the fishing world, the the fishing force, recently happened with the announcement of Uncle Josh pork products being discontinued. 
It's sad and yet not. I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. all right. I can yeah. live with that. It's, you know, it is. It's one of those things that we all had in our tackle box growing up. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I had three or four jars of this stuff. Yeah, you have that and uh, that red tubular thing with the bulbous ends that no one knows how to use. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think it's the hook disgorger. Right, that no one has a clue how to use. Right, exactly. Yeah, completely useless. <laughs> Everybody had one. Yep. Um, but this this story comes from Field and Stream by Joe uh, Samelli. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, a, it's Sir Melly, I think is how you, you pronounce it. can't make that up. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Yep, of course it is. Um, he, uh, he writes a story, end of an era, say goodbye to Uncle Josh pork products. Goodbye, Uncle Josh and your pork products. Believe it or not, I've never used an Uncle Josh pork frog or rind in fresh water, he goes on. He goes on to say that he used to catch striped bass with pork rind. I believe it. Yeah, I believe it too. I mean, they'll they'll kind of clobber anything. Um, but yeah, so basically he says, you know, these are these pork rind things that bass fishermen and pike fishermen have loved for a long time. And after 93 years, the uncle is dead. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know if Uncle Josh is quitting, but he's certainly quitting with the pork. Do you know why he's quitting the pork? Uh, because he, not, he wants to be kosher. No, it's not a kosher thing. You would think it might be, but it's not. Uh, because he's on a diet. Oh, uh, you would think so, but He's no. gone vegan. <laughs> he now has tofu-flavored um, worms. <laughs> <laughs> jig and bean. Throw the uh, jig and bean. Yeah, <laughs> the lentils. <laughs> Fishing with lentils now. <laughs> no, none of those things are true. No? Then why? Uh, well, it's because he can't get good pork anymore. Oh, because the GMO pork. Well, apparently they are now sending pigs to slaughter only after six months rather than two or three years old. Oh, I only like old pigs. <laughs> and apparently the skin of young baby six-month-old pigs doesn't do it. Mm. See, so, I figured he'd be quitting because no one's buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really the reason. Oh, okay. Poor Uncle Josh. I know. Don't don't hurt Uncle Josh's feelings. That's really funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've all seen it. You know, the crazy hunk of pork that is has this funky kind of frog design on it with a couple legs off of it. Uh huh. That was a popular one. There was another one that I used with um, kind of crayfish looking things. I've actually had really great luck in the late '80s. I was into the jig and pig, and jig and uh, pig in the spring. It was awesome. It really was a very very good combo. I've never put one on a hook. Mm. I've, in fact, I had a little jar of them in my tackle box, and then the water kind of turned this yellow tannic color, and I just wouldn't open it. <laughs> well, they're, uh, they're definitely the, they were definitely the thing in your tackle box that when young kids came around, you could say, hey, hey, kids, smell this. And uh, <laughs> that would send them squealing. I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would. It's, well, now I, I'm, I'm going to have to find some and try it. Yeah. Well, you're, you're going to have to hurry because uh, now there must be Uncle Josh on the uh, black market. Uh, I'm going I'm to just check right now. I'm going to Amazon. Oh, nice. And I'm going to look to see if I can find Uncle Josh on Amazon. <laughs> Probably I can. <laughs> you we'll know, uh, while he's looking, I one of the things that I remember is a hunk of pork rind, like a strip on a Johnson silver spoon. Mm. That's that's like classic. That's like a Coca Cola. That's like a cherry Coke from a fountain. 
that's like um what is something else that's really classic um something that's really classic uh 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 uh, uh like mustang mustang yes yeah. with somebody yeah. driving it um yeah so it's really it's that that i haven't seen a good um substitute for that yet but maybe well maybe luckily yeah you can go to amazon right now and for a little bit of money 11 bucks you can own Uncle Josh's uh, anything you want, pretty near. <laughs> so, <laughs> Somebody's got a big garage full of them. Someone went, oh, I better put them out there now before no one wants them again. <laughs> yeah, and they're all gross looking. They are all gross looking. Yeah, big old hunk of meat. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what other animal skins would make good good bait, do you think? Well, I think platypuses. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that, yeah. that would upset people. That would probably upset people. Seals, you know, um, uh, Luke is always complaining about New Zealand seals. Yep, that would upset anyone who's not Luke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, those, those would work. So yeah, you'd you'd have to think of something that we have a lot of its skin laying around. Mm, uh, mm. Oh, you know what? Uh, you can take people who have had like um, like extreme weight loss. Oh, right. And, like, just use human skin. Or, or yes, or just hang out at the uh, plastic surgeons. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so. or, like, uh, you know, just dig in the trash can at the circumcision office. <laughs> too much? Too much? Too soon? I think you went, I think <laughs> I think you you went too far. All right. Well, hey, here's what <laughs> – let's, let's uh, go to our Facebook fans here and find out what they think. Um, by the way, this, uh, this story was submitted by Justin and uh, – Here's what people on our Facebook page said about this. <laughs> Justin said he started using pork worms last couple of years and liked them a lot. Very lifelike. Stay on the hook for a long while. Yeah. Uh, four hours, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Mike Mize, old friend of ours. He's been a fan since the very beginning. He of has. He's a, yeah, I really appreciate that. He's a good dude. Uh, I always had the pork frogs in my box as a kid. They were white with green dots, if I remember correctly. I'd hook them as a trailer on my spinnerbait, I think because Bill Dance and Jimmy Houston told me to. <laughs> I never caught a thing, and they smelled horrible, and the cats would rust. So, Yeah, yeah that's all very true. And, uh, and then Bill Thompson chimes in saying— Bill Thompson, by the way, owns a fly shop. Oh, he that's Bill Thompson North, of Bill Thompson? North Country Angler, yeah. Oh. Yeah. He chimed in and he said, uh, uh, always found them to be quite tasty, especially with a side of beef jerky. Waka waka. Aha. <laughs> Reminds me, we had, when I was in college, there was a janitor on our um, on the floor of our dorm and a real skeevy guy, right? He's like Uncle Josh or, you know, Uncle Ish. And Ish. Uh, he would always, there was a, there was a pork processing plant around and uh, he would always recruit people to go with him on Saturdays because they gave out free like five pound bags of pork rinds, but only five pounds per person. Wow. So he would recruit people so that he could get more than five pounds of pork rinds. <laughs> Good job. That's really, really <laughs> nasty. <laughs> now, do you like eating pork rinds? Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, man. I, when I was in seventh grade, my best friend, Alex Mercado, um, his mother... They were they were Puerto Rican. His mother didn't speak English, mm-hmm. and this is New York City. Cooked pork rinds for us, and they were so good. You mean like fresh, not like the the ones in a bag? I'm pretty sure it was Uncle Josh's. <laughs> I think there were or maybe abuelas something. I don't know, but they were so good. Wow. 
Salty and delicious, yeah. Well, I suppose, you know, like most super processed foods that you have came from an original recipe that was probably pretty good. Right. So like Slim Jims were probably at some point. Oh, you ever want to insult the chef? <laughs> I I used to work at a restaurant and the, the chef worked really hard and make a nice chorizo or sausage of some sort. And we all tasting it. And I took a big bite and the chef was a complete uh, douchebag. I hated this guy. <laughs> and it was delicious, by the way. I took a bite and I went, oh, this is great. He goes, really? You like it? I said, yeah, it tastes just like Slim Jim. <laughs> Man, you want to talk about someone who got mad. He got so angry. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, good fun. I bet you were a dream to work with. I'm a terrible person. I don't... <laughs> if, if we can't find a way to get paid for fish nerds, I think I'm going to be out of work soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just makes it more important. You know yeah. what? I, I hear the pork rind industry is opening up. I there's a, there's a there's a niche market, but someone must like them. Somebody must be using them. Yeah, <laughs> ninety three years worth. So yeah, that's a lot of pork rind. They must have like, like stockpile this stuff. I know. There must be just heaps of it. Somewhere. I mean, I don't know a single human being who still buys it. So it must be just warehouses of all of it. It must be. And also when people die, they must like at the uh, at the family auction, they must auction off and just pass it on to other somebody else. So, oh, man, I bet there's someone with a tackle box with like 75-year-old pork rind in it. Oh, I bet so. I bet Uncle Josh is pickled in pork rind. Oh, so. that's right. You think he's still alive? No, I think he's in some big jar somewhere. Oh, but but not alive. No. Okay, he's not like pickled for like later, like like Disney. No, no, no. He's okay. he's just pickled in that in that same pork juice. Well, when you say it that way, it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah, if you have it, you have a collector's item. Congratulations. Yep, put, put it on the mantle. That is it. That's it. You've listened to a couple <laughs> of fish nerds when you could have been fishing. We'd like to thank our families for supporting us while we podcast, go on fishing quests, and do all sorts of silly things that middle-aged guys do. If you would like to support the fish nerds, go to patreon.com slash fish nerds and give us a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Travis Moran from Lucky Tackle Box. Thanks, Travis. And until next time. Follow the code of the fish nerds, spawn early and often. Avoid free lunches with strings attached. And swim against the current every chance you get. The ghost of Uncle Josh. The ghost of Uncle Josh. I am Uncle Josh. (laughs) Don't fish with my skin. (laughs) Oh, I regret my choices in life. (laughs) 